Holmes. Hi. We have a special guest this week. Oh my god, there's someone here. No. <laughs> the fuck? You just ghost walked in here. How did you just ghost in here like that? With the drink. With the cock with the sand cocktail we're already. I drinking. came prepped. I knew I've been spying for weeks. <laughs> Alright. You read our notes? Oh. You gave I access did. to our Google Drive? While you were asleep. Oh great. I feel like I'm loud enough that it doesn't matter what I'm That's goes. exactly what is going on. You mm-hmm. and I, that's why Meredith's in the middle, because you and I are super loud. So I'm loud. not that loud. I don't know why. Because you talk like a normal human. I yeah. don't really. I get yelled at for being loud all of the time. Well, that's because you relative to banks. <laughs> yes, you're probably loud. No, but even amongst, like, you call me loud. Chad calls me loud. Like, like yes. Yeah, but I think, like, you know, like, in the military, how they develop that thing called the brown note? And no. it's, like, a certain yes. frequency yes. that when you hear it, it makes you poop. It's, like, Meredith's voice is at a certain what? frequency where you can hear her normally, but, like, recordings don't pick her up. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, think so. I think that's true. Well, can you rewind to the frequency that makes you poop, please? You've never heard that? No. It's, like, a secret. I think it's, like, oboes, right? Or something. It's, like, a weird... There was a whole South Park episode about it. Yeah, and there's, like, a weird... Only weird instruments. Is like, it real? I, I don't know. I think no, it's I, not. Because I watched a Mythbusters episode. Okay. Because <laughs> I really enjoy oboes, and I would have never it was something, to oboe again. It's something weird like that. It was one of those things that, like, the Nazis tried to develop while making, like, vampires. Okay, okay. Yeah. So it was up there with, like, you know, Bengalay sewing twins back together, as you would say. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Uh, two things. Okay. I don't know if we officially said your name. I'm Liz. Hi. <laughs> we're drinking Cosmos. Yas. But since we're talking about mainly women TV shows, I, I, I'm I calling mine a Cosho. <laughs> <laughs> like a C-A-U-S-E space H-O. Cosho. Cosho. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's April, but if it were December, it'd be Cosho. Ho, ho. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, Save that one. Oh. Or, Nice. No, it's a terrible joke. Don't even humor me, you guys. It was really I guess bad. what I was saying is like, put that away, and then hopefully by next Christmas you will forget about it. it. <laughs> just put it deep down where you'll never find it again. Bury it. Just never find it. I'll just put it down there with my, my really terrible childhood memories. You never found those. No. Right? <laughs> just like Kimmy Schmidt. I don't even want to look for them. Yeah, that's a yes. good segue. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them down. So we're, yeah, so we're drinking traditional Cosmos. Yeah, they, nothing fancy. Yeah, not really, because they seem like a, the perfect choice. Um, they are, ooh, let's have our guest bartender tell us what's in them. Cosmos are so mostly vodka. <laughs> I mean, it's an excuse to drink pink vodka, let's be, let's be honest. It's vodka, sure. a little bit of lemon juice, a little bit of cranberry juice, and oftentimes we'll put simple syrup in it, although a traditional Cosmo does not have simple syrup in it, so it's just vodka, cranberry, lemon. Yeah, that's how we made these. Nice. And, yeah, Contro or Triple Zac. Um, but a lot of people, if you serve it like that, they get really angry because it's not sweet and something oh, I prefer, looks like it should be sweet. I prefer it non-sweet. Yeah. I prefer it just the way we're drinking it. So our formula is two ounces of vodka, half an ounce of Cointreau, or any triple sec. Or Grenier is also good. Ooh, Grenier yeah. fancy. Uh, half an ounce of lime juice. We use lime juice and an ounce of cranberry juice. And then you garnish it with a lime twist. And a fancy dog. And a f- always have a fancy dog when drinking a Cosmo. Question. 
Does answer. Does the dog go in the Cosmo? Oh my god, who's, <laughs> getting, who's getting dogs drunk? That's terrible. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like it would sit in the Cosmo. Oh, you mean like when you want to sneak in somewhere fancy that doesn't allow liquor and you dip your dog in liquor? And then, <laughs> and then you suck on it? <laughs> Throughout the course of the night. Obviously. It makes you look a little weird, but it's not honestly that much weirder than, like, much no. pet owner behavior. No. To, like, make out with their dogs. No. Yeah, or call them their fur babies. That's a particular favorite. Yeah. Or get them strollers. Oh. <laughs> I saw a guy today with two miniature collies in, like, a little doohickey attached to the back of his bike. And I can only help but think that my dog would jump into traffic if I ever tried to do that Oh, yeah. That sounds... Oh. I... So degrading as a dog. I have no, I will not lie to you, ladies. I don't care how much you judge me, because I'm on my second Cosmo, so it's fine. <laughs> That's too late. You were judged and found wanting long ago. I have legitimately on Amazon priced out how much it would be to get a Bjorn for puppies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I can carry Ella around. Okay, Ella is too fat for that. She will give you back issues. She is a dense little mommy pudger. Oh, no. Um, but also, I would like to see that in order to take pictures of it. <laughs> I mean, she just, she's fat and she gets tired when it's hot out. So <laughs> I want, like, a B-more style of pregnancy picture, but of Caitlin completely naked with Ella in a Bjorn strapped to I her mean, chest. she literally looked like she was, this weekend we went to the Bernie Rally just to sit outside and listen to some music and enjoy ourselves. It was a beautiful goddamn day on Sunday. We did a half marathon for So we went and we walked, and it's, it was all the way, like, the south. East part of the park, and we're on the northwest part of the oh, park. Oh, we're in my name. Yeah, okay. We, it's always the opposite end. Donna, we call I, it the poor side of the park. Well, it looked like Ella was gonna have a goddamn heart attack. Yeah, I can't see her doing She looked like she was dead. Maybe, on the other hand, was like younger than she's ever been. I want to clarify for the listeners. <laughs> But I have a fat bulldog. Yeah, no, it was. I think that's to clear. To <laughs> be expected, it was not. It was she, not out of her breed. Per, like it was. And you have bred those dogs away from the ability to breed. Yeah, that is not Ella's fault. Yeah, she, no, we expected it. We fully expected it, but it yeah. was still it was a lot. It was like I'm concerned. <laughs> I it's chose not even 80 degrees outside. I chose to love an animal that can't handle extreme heat, extreme cold, and heavy evol- exercise. And evolution left behind years, years and generations. It's ago. just yeah. were she to have babies, she would not be able to do it naturally. <laughs> Her hips aren't large enough to take babies. Basically, it's just an animal that should have been dead. But I love her. She <laughs> exists. She sure does. Yeah. I'm but she shouldn't have existed. <laughs> she exists really just to spite the ghost of Darwin. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of like Trump. Like, she shouldn't exist, but she does. <laughs> and we have to, like, deal with that now. I know. Except I don't. I love her. Well, she's way less racist than Trump, in her defense. Is she, though? Well, at least she's not <laughs> as loud in English speaking about it. No, she's actually not <laughs> racist. She's, she's, well, I think she's actually racist against, like, white women. Interesting. Because she doesn't want to be pet by anyone except for, like, the homeless men that hang outside the bodega. Well, and construction workers. Well, she often wants to rape me. And she doesn't, like, well, she just wants to, like, dominate Meredith. She wants to, like, so she might be, like, face. reverse 
Now, reverse racism is the thing that's not a no, thing. Not a thing. I don't know. <laughs> Can't read it. It's a thing that's not a thing. I don't know, I'm just feeling super sassy with this with these men. She's a bit of a misogynist, <laughs> I would guess. Like Yeah, she just prefers big dudes. She likes big dudes, she wants to rape Meredith. I think she's a misogynist. Yeah, and she, she probably would really like weightlifting on her free time. She could. Using my using my dog's a bro? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, because she's definitely gonna be like hitting the machines instead of doing cardio. Yeah, like Jim oh. Tan laundry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. <GTL>. <laughs> I'm gonna get my dog a she's tiny also little really DTF. Yeah. <laughs> she's DTF and she's definitely Jim T- Jim Tan laundry. For cool. Sure. Cool. I'm gonna get her a tiny. She's already a little tan. She's close. Yeah. yeah. She's got <laughs> a situation happening. <laughs> Oh, you mean her non-abs? Yeah. You know she has seven nipples. That's not right. <laughs> Three on one side, four on the other. She's missing a nipple. Or she or gained she had, a I think nipple. She's I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> she's not going to Yeah, she's, she's spayed. <laughs> All right, well, spayed and neuter your dogs. <laughs> yes, thank you, Bob Barker, for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, what else did you guys do this weekend? Liz, what did you do? I ran a half marathon with my mom. Yes, yes. Also, that's something that people who drink Cosmos and live in Manhattan would do. Oh yeah, so, especially for mothers. I ran a half marathon. I ran a half marathon just to say that I did. Snap because claps are too loud. <laughs> I think this is the fifth year. We were trying to figure out whether it was the fifth or sixth of these half marathons that we have done this in a row. Specific this one? specific one, yeah. I did it Do you really year. like it? Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a women's half marathon, so it's like a really nice vibe, but also gives you a lot of fodder to like make fun of people around you. Because I don't want to sound like sexist against my own can because I love vaginas. But when large groups of well, women Well, where does it just get super sexist? Awesome. Well, this is, yeah, this is a real okay. I feel good about this one. When you get large groups of women together, particularly to do, like, a sporting event that, like, in a world that has not forever been open to women. Right. That's true. Like, you know, within living memory, yeah. a woman, like, hijacked the Absolutely. Boston Marathon in order to run it and almost got, like, dragged up a course. Right. Right. So, it tends to be a lot of like, Spice Girls feminism, where, like, people making the pre-race announcements are like, it's so wonderful to see you here, ladies! Girls run the world! And yes, we can! And it's just, like, just the the things that I hate most about women <laughs> are, like, <laughs> those things. Where they're like, and afterwards, there's cupcakes and brunch! And you're like, oh, it's not why I'm doing that! Yeah. And, like, women running in tutus, Yep. Which they like sold at the expo, and you know they paid for that. That wasn't free. You yeah, that. I know. I had. I mean, with my old running group before I moved to Fort Lauderdale, I'm sure some of them listened to this. So I'm sorry. Love you. Love you. But our like the person who started the group, the club, uh, she's great and amazing. The goddamn Energizer Bunny, but she is a woo girl. Yeah, it's the mm-hmm. It's like the same people that do a lot of soul cycle that you're like super deep down, and it, it when when you're awake at four a.m. to run twenty one miles, and she's the first person you see, it's a lot to handle, and you're like, I'm barely, 
I'm barely functioning right now. The fact that I'm about to go run 20 miles is a goddamn miracle. I can't, I can't with this. Just, <laughs> I pretty much, I, I feel so bad that when I would run with them, I would just put my headphones in and would not talk for four hours. I, I, would just, so I trained for a full marathon with my mom and a group of her friends, and they are the nicest women. Yeah, they're like, all I great. I love them all. But there was like a running joke that for long runs, like, don't talk to Elizabeth until five miles in. And if you, like, hit that mark, I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk. But, yeah. like, before that, it's just, like, no, it's, it yeah. is 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, same sentiment. Same I sentiment. don't wake up before 9. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know those hours exist. Well, the problem is in Florida, too, it's a 1,000 degrees. Yes, yeah, so, so you, you have, have to be early. done. But you have to be done by 9 a.m. You can, it's just... Not even here in the summer, it gets to the point where it, it, you can't be up. And the sun, but the stuff. problem is, too, here is the sun's up much earlier than it is in Florida. So it's almost like you have to be up at 3 a.m. and starting to run before to yeah, you get the sun. you got to get it in. It's, yeah, it's intense. So... I know, Caitlin, you did that race with me last year, and you were up because the race starts at 8, and you made me go even though I spent the night before throwing up. So, yeah, you're welcome. Mm. (laughs) Were you sick on food, stomach flu, or alcohol? We ate ice cream. We, so we ate a pasta dinner. Okay. Yeah. Big old pasta dinner. Right? Carbolating. And this was also, I, I don't know if you were, but I seem to remember doing, like, a very, like, eating lots of vegetables and meats and cheese and not a lot of refined carbs thing leading up to the race. And then, like, the night before yeah, the race, that like, is never good. did a carbo load mm-hmm. with, like, lots of pasta. So I wasn't used to eating that way. And then we decided not only to get two pints of ice cream, but also to eat them using them. insomnia cookies as... Oh, yes. oh yeah, that's good right. Good choice. Also also but also a shareable <laughs> Yeah. Terrible choice. I think you just threw up from the up uh, from the overtoxic sugar. I think that's what it was. I bet it had to or be whatever that's called. Overdose yeah. of sugar. Yeah. Like so much. And then you had insomnia cookies and then you had a pint of ice cream. Like that is so much yeah, that's sugar. Like binge eating. But actually we ran a pretty good race then. We, we did a good job. You probably still had a lot. We've talked we've oh, talked we about it on the podcast before. About how we karate karate over the finish. Yeah. We did. We totally Kimmy Schmidt. Another great line. reference to Kimmy Schmidt. Is so good. The two things we talked about. We, I don't even think we've got that yet. No, but we already, <laughs> it's, already, it's already filled with what we're talking about. <laughs> so let's, well, let's go over it quickly. Should we? Yes. Yes. So for this episode, we watched something I've never watched before. Our typical teen mom segment. I don't, watched. I don't want to even say that I've actually watched it. It's like more like. You, know, you watched it. You know all about it. Oh, yeah. Because you told me about it when I you know, watched it. I know, because it's just like the junk food where you, like, you just let it happen to you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I'm it gonna, seems like a wave. I'm going to rapid fire you right now. Yes. Have you seen Keeping Up with the Kardashians? No. Have you seen Southern Charm? No. Have you seen Jersey Shore? I think I watched, like, the first two seasons. Have yeah. you seen Real World in the last three years? No, I can't tell you the last Have you seen Survivor? Oh, yes. That is my one, number one love. Have you seen Million Dollar Listing? I want, that's another one that just lets you wash over your eyes. But I don't know. Have you seen Vanderpump Rules? For sure. What even is that? (laughs) (laughs) And have you seen The Real Housewives of New York City? Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and I'm now gonna I've watch, seen it too. If I'm gonna watch a Real Housewives, it's gonna be 
New York City. So yeah. just for my frame of reference, how many Real Housewives, or in how many locations are there now Real Housewives? I definitely New Jersey, right? I mean, or Orange County was original. Right. New Jersey, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, and I'm not even going to, New York, I'm not even going to remember Potomac all Potomac and Dallas are new. And I think there's, I was going to say, I feel like I heard Dallas. But I think there's all, even foreign country ones now. Which ones came to, there, somebody filmed it at the restaurant where Caitlin used to work. That was the, the Real House of New York. This is what happened when the Real Housewives of New York came to the restaurant that stopped I. Stopped being nice and started getting real. <laughs> Housewives. Yeah. Of New York. Of New York. They came to the restaurant that Liz and I were working at. You didn't work there that day. I was working there. I come up to our manager and the manager, and like, hey, I'm here for working. And I'm here for working. <laughs> I'm here for, you're required to say that when you come in for a shift. Always. Hello, I'm here for working. Always. So I came in That's like... That's you clock in now. <laughs> it's a verbal clock in. Great. Time stamp that. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello. Hello. I am here for working. I am here for working. And oh, Tom was... Oh, it was oh, Tom. Tom was there. Oh, I bet he loved that. And Tom goes... <laughs> Caitlin Knight, I put you in the back, uh, and there's something you should know. Okay, what is it? For working. <laughs> and he goes, uh, they're filming a TV show in the back. And I'm like, oh, what TV show? And he goes, Real Housewives of New York City are coming in. And I go, you're giving my section to Joe. Because <laughs> I am not waiting on them. No, you always give it to the, like, Kind of Guido we cute guy. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know, I love that guy. I didn't yeah. want to be on TV, especially and, a TV that's like super official. I just didn't want to deal with it. And Joe is gorgeous, so I was like, Give Joe's it but also he would have loved that too. Oh, yeah. like, I'm sure he, he loved the attention, but he was a milf flirt. Yeah. yeah, but it was just hysterical how Tom was like, I understand. <laughs> I'll move you. <laughs> I just love. I got to hear about the fallout from that from what? Tom, just because. I mean. You, it was, uh, so apparently, like, it was one of those things where they called, the producers arranged it, and they were like, we just want one table, it's not going to be a big deal, it's going to be really low-key, and then when they came, it's like, we need to light this hall for the confessional, and we need to, like, take over the three tables surrounding, they and we're going to disturb everyone's dining experience. They do like, a confessional in the goddamn they hall put, the they put of it, the restaurant? They installed a two-by-four into the ceiling and put up lighting and microphones. Yeah. Like, it they was did so much more invasive than they had sold it to be. I actually <laughs> had a phenomenal time because I was in the section right next to them and I wasn't on camera. And one table was like, sure, we'll, we'll sit next to them. We don't care. And it was this woman and her son and her husband and her mom. And they're sitting there and the son is like 15 or whatever. And the woman has obviously seen the show and is freaking out. But the mom, the grandmother was fucking amazing. Because she, because I like walked, you know, walked up to her, is everything okay? Can I get you more water? And she's like, who are these people? <laughs> and I'm like, they're the Real Housewives of New York. And she's like, what do they even do? And I was like, honestly, I don't know. That and the mom's weird. like, they have a TV show about how they, they have galas and they're housewives. And the, the grandmother's like, that's not anything. I love to sit around and eat food and have people pay me. <laughs> it was just amazing. Listening to her commentary. And the mind, she's at the table right next to them. So they could very likely hear this old woman be like, what is this? I don't understand. So it was, um, and it was for me, it was my own um, New York reality show. Thing. Yeah, okay. I understand now why I watch the show because it's stupid as shit and so much fun. Oh, I'll watch more of it. It was very entertaining. Yes. Let's get into it. Let's get into the drinking okay. game. All right, the drinking game. We've decided that uh, we came up with some of our own taglines. We live in Parksville, Brooklyn. Basically, honestly, they should have 
Shocking that there's not enough housewives here. Exactly. We're pitching it right now. Yeah, we're pitching it. We're pitching it right we're now. We're pitching it. Two executives. And so, and we form our own taglines. Here are some taglines that you might hear if you were in, you know, the Real Housewives of Brooklyn. Uh, we're going to do a rapid fire line round. Whoever, whoever, sta- first. whoever stops first is, uh, is taking a shot. So, do you want to start first? Yes. All right. One, two, three, go! Brooklyn is the new Manhattan, and 50 is the new dead. I may feel the burn, but I am STD free! Between mommy blogging and mommy gramming, it's amazing I have time for my kids. <laughs> I am rye, gluten-free, and wholesome. A quarter? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> no, you go! We have an organic family aided by mood stabilizers. <laughs> <laughs> I only buy Swedish strollers for my nanny. (laughs) (laughs) I live for my art, but I live off my edible weed business. (laughs) My ostrich Birkin bag is vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Old mommy poggy, old namaste. (laughs) (laughs) There's an REI in my basement. (laughs) (laughs) I made arson Brooklyn a thing. Now I dream to forget it. (laughs) I was born and raised here, and by here, I mean Long Island. <laughs> I live in Park Slope, but I wrote the book on being a mom! <laughs> Kale is the best thing I've discovered recently. I like non-whites, but I love gentrification more! <laughs> That's all I got! I'm, I'm I can't, done! I can't! I can't! I, I think you both have the yep, big shot. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> Also for being dicks. Yeah, that was one of the times I rarely felt so amused and so horrified. Real Real Housewives of Brooklyn is all about like dicky hipster people like us moving in and Yeah, we're and this is our real life. People, what is the real the real world tagline that you get? Uh, people stop being nice and start, start getting, getting real. real. <laughs> That's what I should have said. That should have been a, a Brooklyn tagline. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, we stop being nice and kick the minorities out of the neighborhood. Yeah, get them out. <laughs> well, Real Housewives of New York. There's some ladies. Let's name them. Let's name them. There's a there's a Ramona. Oh yeah, the and, crazy ca- and crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. <laughs> yes. There's what? a Dorinda, aka weird gray shirt lady. She's got a long shirt on in that one episode. <laughs> Dorinda's not a name. That can't be right. It's a name. <laughs> it's, a name. it's a name. Carol, aka sleeps with young guys. Yep. But also super rad. We like you. Yeah, um, she's the only one we like. Yeah. Uh, Bethany. Oh, skinny bitch. Skinny bitch. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. A.K.A. Okay. Skinny bitch. Skinny bitch. There's a Jules. That's a new lady. A.K.A. Okay. Really skinny bitch. Really skinny. A.K.A. Okay. Between my nanny and my living housekeeper, I just can't keep up with being a housewife. All right. There's a Luann. She's fancy lady. She's the one with the crazy low voice. Yeah, she was. I'm Native American. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a Ramona. Oh, no, 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 I already said her mom. You already said her mom. Sonia. Sonia. I used she does to be, nothing. She yes, does no, she doesn't nothing. do anything. She used to be married to, like, the heir, the J.P. Morgan heir or whatever. Okay, all right. That's things, it. 
things I wrote down. Yeah, you look great, but you're no fun. So Why do we write drinking? down the same fucking quotes every time? Literally, yeah, that's the very first thing I wrote yeah, down. Yeah, <laughs> because the one wife says to the other, well, things have, you know, I quit drinking, like... And she says it in that smug way, like, well, I, I quit drinking. And, and my skin woman, looks amazing. My skin looks amazing. And the other woman says, yeah, you look great, but you're no fun. <laughs> okay, what did you write down? Uh, yeah, just Ramona's craziest eyes ever. And that she always acts like she's a college student on spring break. <laughs> uh, you're my, well, also, Ramona's style, I wrote, is so dated. Choose that mattress sweater. That's like how. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And you said wife. that was your mother as well. So pretty much all of these women. So are Ramona, mother. Ramona is a woman who, yeah, her style is super outdated. She's really, really obsessed with how she looks and her age, and she doesn't ever stop talking. And, and she I'm wants like, to sleep with all of the people. She wants to sleep with every man she sees. And I'm like, oh my god, that's my mom. Oh, only with more money. But it's fine. <laughs> she didn't listen to this podcast, so she'll never know. That could um, be a fun reality show. Is just give your mom a bunch of money. And see if she just becomes Real Housewives of New York. Oh my god. You better patent that. Or copy <laughs> Trademark Liz! Trademark Liz! You're gonna, you know, just own the, already like, make the what? Make the website. <laughs> own the television show. Clear intellectual property. Yeah. All of it. It's mostly the television show that you have to own. Um, I wrote, blowjobs and balls are the only conversation we're having right now. These women can't possibly be having that much sex. No, I don't think so. And then I wrote... <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> where... Not a thing. <laughs> then I wrote, I, where did they get their shiny new baby skin from? It's <laughs> a great question. They do have very shiny Their faces skin. always look like they've just been scrubbed with a Brillo pad. Yeah, and I, I don't even... I don't ever feel like I have that shiny issue, but maybe the older you get, you get that shine. No, I think it has to do with the fact you that... You shine bright like a diamond? That their skin has been stretched across their bones so hard that their pores are just now it's just one big pore. Oh yeah. I mean okay, I'll bring it back sense. to Kimmy Schmidt, but the like the Martin Short character from the first season. Is a real person. Season. Yes. They're, oh yes, yeah. That's their that's their plastic surgeon. Yes. It's clearly a yeah. It's clear tie there. Yeah. So that, that guy really committed suicide. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, break sense. it down. That makes sense. Why are you gonna do oh, that? I think I do kind of remember that when they when that when that ep- when the series came out, they yeah, like, a couple of people like went over to the for it. Okay, <laughs> I kind of remember that now. Uh, general reactions of Real Housewives because we'll just wrap it up here and and move on to what we really want to be here talking about, which is Kenny Schmidt because we all love yeah. him strongly and like so seriously. Uh, thank you. You are for welcome. refilling my cosmos. More cosmos. <laughs> um, I. Secretly love the show. I know it's so the worst. No, it was super entertaining. But it's just so manufactured. All of those scenes are ridiculous. And for some reason, even still watching that, for some reason, I still think that's my mother. And I would totally like to hang out with them. Yeah, I would I would go party with them. Yes! I would think it would be super fucking fun. Yeah. They would and they would party all night. They would have great drinks. They would have great food. And they would have, they would just have fun. They would let loose, and because that's how my mom parties, and that's the only reason why I... Don't you feel like, and I, I haven't actually watched Real Housewives of New York, full disclosure, but I always feel like whenever I see stuff like that, it's like going out with, like, bankers or lawyers where you're like, I can't keep up with this. Yes. The way that you are, the life that you live, I cannot drink like that. They're constantly dying. My yeah. mother 
It's not any of those things. Yet she's like that. And I, it's fun to do for like one time. Yeah. So that's what I think. It's exactly that. Like, I would never be able to live that life. Well, you have to pickle yourself. Yeah. You have to taste your blood with alcohol. I would never be able to live that life, but I would have so much Maybe fun. that's why they're so shiny, because they're pickled. Uh, are pickles? <laughs> pickles are shiny. Yeah, well, they're often moist. Yeah, they're constantly <laughs> wet. But if you break a pickle, they open, probably, it's shiny on true. the inside. They probably, they probably sleep in a brine. I won't lie. I would think that. Yeah. That's a thing now, right? I, I imagine it is. Real, real talk, though. Real talk. I There is a service in New York, almost like Uber, that you can call where a um, RN, a nurse, will come to your house and put an IV in you and pump fluids in yes. you if you're too hungover. Yeah. And I know these women are doing that every morning. Because <laughs> it's only like $250. I mean, only two hundred fifty dollars, but like for them. Yeah, no, I don't. A quarter, you know, they don't know. I don't think it's stupid. That's not the worst idea I've ever heard. It's a phenomenal fucking idea. If that had been available in college, though, I would have been in way more credit card debt than I currently am. <laughs> Although I have, a cur- I have a question about the the considering that we, you and I, Liz, have come into contact with a lot of these women who are willing to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on stretching their face across whatever bones they have left. It's not working. We know. And also <laughs> that they'll spend $250 on having a hot Puerto Rican man pump fluids into them in the morning because it's they like drank too much. $250 banana bag. Why do they always order Grey Goose? I can't Grey Vodka. I don't know. Every time anyone asks me at the bar like what kind of vodka they should have, first of all, honestly, 42 Below, which is our well vodka, is... Just as good as it. But I'm like, oh, Kettle One's good. Velvet Ears good. I know. I always order Kettle One. But Kettle One's fine. Grey Goose is a shitty vodka that some... It's like what? Patron Tequila. There was a great marketing campaign somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. I, I, but that's it tastes what, like garbage water. Uh, all vodka tastes the same. All vodka like, tastes I mean, all vodka tastes. I, I mean, I do think, like, lower... Like, less... Cheaper vodka does give me a bit more of a hangover than... Than better vodka, just a little bit. Yeah. Like Smirnoff, I wouldn't. I would never buy Smirnoff again. Or like the like liquor store brand. Yeah. yeah. Or like you drink even college. maybe not Svetka. I would maybe not drink again. But Kellogg. But here's the thing. Like I would make martinis for these women who have millions of dollars and have ice rings on their fingers. And I would make it with Grey Goose, and they'd be like. This is Kettle One. It's shitty. I can taste it. It's not Great Goose. And I'd be like, Kettle One is better than Great Goose. Bitch, I gave yeah, you the is. good vodka because I was out of your crap vodka. So I gave you fancy vodka. Be grateful. <laughs> and then also, no, you, you cannot taste the difference. You saw me pour it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Also, if you're rich, I'm sorry, acquire a taste for scotch. Acquire the taste. What? <laughs> Spend your money on good. I don't care if you don't like it. Make yourself with, like it. I agree with that. Or at least happy. Cheers to that. Yes. Cheers, Cheers to that. To that. Cheers. All right. If you have opinions on Real Housewives of New York. And we're certain you do. Come to our Facebook page. Come to our Twitter. Come to our Instagrams. And make your voices heard. I will be a testament to the fact that you need not have watched Real Housewives of New York to have strong opinions on it, because I do. So come anyway. Come anyway. Just like the polls that were open today and we voted. We did and vote. I voted. We all voted. I think we all did. We're responsible citizens. It's a lady. She's a lady. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. Talking about the presidential lady. <laughs>
unshakable. You love her. I don't know what that guy says. Ah, uh, damn it. It's yeah. It's a miracle. It's That's going to be an interesting transition. Basically, for this round, no cursing, you guys. And not only is there no cursing, but there's a secondary issue. If you feel like you have to absolutely curse, which you know is me. Also me. You, you got to get me, too. Me, too. <laughs> me, too. But, yeah, you're the, Kimmy, you're the worst. I'm the worst. We got to do it. Kimmy, <laughs> actually, my mom read my blog post one time and was like, I didn't realize that you curse so much, like. <laughs> my dad told me I was me. unemployable because our website sells a Anyway, from now on, from now on, we're going through the Kimmy Schmidt. You drink, you better drink, lady. Yeah, you didn't say the c word. Class act. Class <laughs> act. So everything has to go through the Kimmy filter, which means that if I want somebody to be quiet, I have to tell them to shut their wet mouth <laughs> or shut your fudge hole. Shut your front door. <laughs> um, yeah, and if I'm mad at you, I'm going to make waffles out of you. Or what the hell is mayonnaise? It's a ham sandwich. <laughs> ham sandwich. <laughs> so anyway, but moving on, you wrote some really awesome things down about Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, about I like favorite that. lines. There's so many lines oh, in Oh, I know. The, like, hilarity comes out of nowhere well, the pro- I mean, great. even with 30 Rock, those jokes on that show are so... Well, like, that's also why I love Arrested Development as well. They're so fast. They're so fast, and they're so... God for... God loves a panda layered. I couldn't... Yeah, go in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're so layered that they... It's like you have to watch the show a thousand times, stay Mm -hmm. begin to get all the jokes. I only have a commission to is it's becoming in the same way that self that that Arrested Development got. It is so self referential. Oh yes, you would have missed fully fifty percent of the jokes in season two if you didn't watch season one. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Which I love. I love that like comedy is giving us credit for being smart. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, And I mean this great line. From the episode where Kimmy kidnaps. Oh, this is the other thing. Love that every single title is like a babysitter's club. Oh, no. Oh, I am so good. And ends in an exclamation point. Yeah. <laughs> so this one where Kimmy kidnaps Gretchen, episode four. This is one of my favorite quotes. Let's go to Red Hook and these morphids, with these morphids and get pregnant. Yep. Thank so you, Gretchen. Good. I love Thank it. Thank you, Gretchen. I also just love the way she says it. It's very, like, Tina Fey-y, where she's like, <laughs> we should morph it and get yeah. her pregnant. <laughs> it's amazing. And also, Morphits was from season one. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, so <laughs> beautiful. Beautifully layered, Tina Fey. Yeah. I just want to hug Tina Fey. I know. It would make her uncomfortable, but she I would, would do it anyway. Like a, like a beautiful hugging panda. Like, she is, she oh. is a goddamn panda. Oh, Oh, right. drink. Yeah, that's it. You didn't say gosh darn panda. Or god darn. I love how they refer. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, Cindy Porchini. Cindy Porchini. Corny. Oh my god. Oh my god. Kimmy, it's Cindy McCorney. You were kidnapped and you lived in a bunker together for 15 yeah, years. I know who I you are. Who you are. <laughs> I know who you are. I love that. Can we go over? I was okay, so I was worried in the second season that there wouldn't be any more bunker flashbacks like there were in the first season because I was like, oh, we're over that the bunker now. The but there were still bunker flashbacks. There so will never be over the bunker. So many fudging background. Back so flashes. many. So good. Oh, and gosh. Yes. Yes. So good. You were amazed. Uh, also, 
other amazing referential quote, meta quote was also in the same episode with the Kimmy gets uh Kimmy kidnaps Gretchen is the Reverend was a psycho liar who claimed he came up with the buy the world a Coke commercial and if you watch the finale of Mad Men that is the most referential thing I've ever heard in my entire life and it's amazing. I love it deeply. So good. I oh, love man. it so deeply. So good. <laughs> I I love about Tina Fey and clearly her team of writers and Robert Carlock and everyone involved in the show. But like, it, you would think she's such a nerd, but if you don't know, like not only current pop culture references, but like dated pop oh, culture yeah. references, you're missing much of the humor in both. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I mean. I think. I mean, this is a reference to Arrested Development again, but I remember I finally rewatched Gypsy, and then I was rewatching that show, and they make references to Gypsy about a bajillion times it's in that show, and I'm like, why? What? I I watched that movie tons of times before when I was younger. It was big. It was big in our house. My mom loved that movie, and I all of a sudden. Rewatched it again, and all of the references to that movie came in my. It came to me again, and when I was watching it, I was just like, "Why am I? Why have I never gotten that?" But I, yeah, they are super dated references. It's I have crazy. never seen Gypsy, and I now suddenly feel like I'm missing out oh, on so much shit. You are it's so good. Should. Yeah, it's so good. Well, Mama's moving on. Mama's moving. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what this is. What is Gypsy? It's a it's a musical. It's a musical, yeah. It's about, not like people who beg for money on the train. I thought that's kind true. of yeah. It's a gypsy <laughs> rose. Gypsy rose. She ends up becoming a burlesque. So she's it's like about an original a woman. burlesque dancer. Yeah, she's a she's um a what is what are they called um. Gypsies. Please help me here. No, they're Romanians. No, no. no. <laughs> what are what are they Um. Cat like cabaret. Yeah, they're like cabaret Bulb. entertainers. Oh god, no! What's the what's the actual term? Uh, anyway, they're cabaret entertainers. Naked women. No, no, no. no. They're not strippers. They're horsicles. Is that a horse icicle? You know what? We're, no, you know what this is. You know what this a, is. A, you know what cold whore. You know what this is a job for? Google. Research team assemble. They're back from spring break, and better than ever, it's the research team. It's a team of interns, unpaid, unpaid, covered in pimples, and shaking from the amount that we yell at them, and they're going to tell us the answers to all of our questions. We couldn't do it without the research team, and they have to tell us. Vaudeville. 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 These are like, they're this touring vaudeville family. Is it with Barbara Streisand, is that? No, Natalie Wood. Speaking of Mommy Dearest, let's talk about how Kimmy Schmidt's mom 
Yeah, of course. Such a great choice. Also because they make so, again, so many references to friends. Yeah. (laughs) Also, can we just, serious moment, Lisa Kudrow. In retrospect, you were the only good part of Friends. How has that woman not had a bigger career? I, she's so ridiculously funny. She's very I would argue maybe she's had the best career out of all of them. Because she gets to choose. Well, let's think about it. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston has whatever. Jennifer well, okay. Aniston maybe is the only one who's actually in movies. Yeah. But she's not really doing, like. She's not doing anything crazy. Anything, anything, she's always, like, floating. And anything Lisa Kudrow do, does is actually very well received critically. Yeah. She's, also, have you watched her commencement speech to Zafra? No. Really inspiring. It's online. Was it this year or last year? No, it was a while ago. Um, I think it was me even while my sister was there, although it wasn't her graduation year. But okay. she's just a... Awesome person. Yeah, I let's do a roll call. David Schwimmer's doing nothing. Deserves Perry in rehab. Mm. Jennifer Aniston was dumped by that one dude, and then her life is kind of okay. Or she had Yeah, whatever. Bunch of Courtney Cox did Cougar Town, which was meh. And oh, then, I talk about it a lot on uh, Community. It is supposed to be good. It's actually supposed to be pretty good. And now, also, Matt LeBlanc is in episodes, right? In episodes, and that show's supposed to be very good as well. So, yeah, like, and a that's long, dry spell, though. And that's yeah. supposed to be very meta, but it is, it's meta to what his character was. It's not like... Right. It's not, it's not really anything a, interesting or It's original. not a big range. Whereas, so the two dumbest people from Friends did the best. Whereas the comeback is amazing. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet, but I hear it's... You've never watched any of it? No. The comeback is... It's on my list. It's amazing. I just generally it's short. It's short. It's, it's on easy HBO. to watch. It's easy to watch. Yeah. yeah it's I also like Lisa Kudrow because she is one of those actors who was older when she... She was, like, easily ten years older than everyone else right. in the cast of Friends. Like, she did not get her break until much later. So she just, like, dogged it for a really long time, but is clearly amazingly talented and awesome and, like, yeah. stayed in the game. And... Now gets to play Kanisha's mom, which is the best. Yes. She does a great job as well. A closer head. Yeah. She does a great job playing, like, a trashy, like, mom who loves roller coasters. Yeah, she's yeah. great. She nails it. I feel like she she's done other character work that I can't off the top of my head pull into my brain. She does the one, um, the um, psychologist who, who yeah, does uh, what is that show called? I don't know. It's really funny. Research team! Oh, let them back out of their hovel. <laughs> um, tell us some other... What is another one of our favorite quotes that we literally laughed for the entire episode about? Well, there's a reason that... Okay. Yes. So, this was the episode where um, Jenna Maroney... Jackie Lynn. Jackie Lynn. <laughs> this is the episode. Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Jackie Lynn. Jackie Lynn. Jackie Lynn. Can I help you? Jackie Lynn is a cheap stripper's name. Jacqueline is a classy stripper's name. A classy. So Jackie Lynn, Jacqueline, <laughs> is throwing a gala for Turtle Island, which is something to do with like her parents and and raising. Money it's what the Native, Native Americans, Americans called America. Oh, right. Turtle Island. Turtle Island. And, uh, and anyway, and she has a bunch of, like, rich Wall Street guys there, and, uh, all tempted out by their mistresses, which is also an amazing I know. <laughs> yes, yes. All called there by their mistresses. And which is also great. her rival is an amazing song. Oh, my God. I love. Research team. What is her name? What is her rival's name? Um, the actress, because she's there. in fucking everything. But anyway, so, so good. 
So, um, and all the Wall Street guys are like, wait, what exactly is this charity for? Because we only give money to things like new golf courses or whatever the yeah. fuck they say. And the one guy goes, I thought Turtle Island was a place where we go and dress like turtles and fuck <laughs> other turtles. Yeah. Fast forward. Oh, oh, drink. Yeah, you fudge. said fudge. You, um, you said fudge and yellow turtles. Gosh, how did I miss that? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Mm. Anyway, fast forward three minutes later, and um, they say something about something that's like, oh, that sucks. And uh, and the, the same guy goes, yeah, like a turtle caught a sex net. <laughs> and the reason we laughed so hard is because we were sitting on the couch lounging. We were both on our phones. This guy says this in the show, and I sit up and look at Meredith and go, What? <laughs> what did he just say? Who says that? What? I mean, I, I understand the reference, but seriously? It was amazing. I also love, and I think this is sort of not in opposition to 30 Rock, but I think now that Tina Fey is creating for Netflix and knows that she has, like, they're not doing this for ratings anymore. They know they've got an audience locked in. They're, they don't let you let the jokes land. Oh, Like, no. it just keeps going, which I love. I, I love, love having too. to watch it more than, and then Arrested Development was another great example yeah. of this where you, like, you have to watch it more than once oh, because yeah, you were absolutely. laughing during the next joke. Yes. Yeah. And it was just, it's so casually dropped and then, like, moved on from so quickly. Yes. But I also appreciate, too, that she stays within the guidelines of a natural network setting that she does say fudging, fudge, fudge, Site, you know, factory instead of saying the F word, even though she can. Well, she, then, she talked about how people, she like had fans tell her that like they watched this show with their kids and they yeah. didn't like doing that. And she wanted to keep it that atmosphere. Well, and it's, yeah, I guess some really fun, but it's really inappropriate. But I think, I think when you have those, when you have those limitations on yourself, you almost can be more creative and, yeah. and make every sentence a joke because. Sometimes you can just say the F word and it's easy to be like, <laughs> but you're taking a moment to write a funnier saying like, what the hell is mayonnaise, rather than saying what the hell. To, to, <laughs> cheers. to follow up with that point, I mean, yeah, Kimmy Schmidt and Tina Fey manages to be hilarious, punch after punch after punch, without cursing, without talking about those things. They even make... A, a, a really platonic relationship between a cat and a, a bunny. bunny and a kitty. Funny, or it's yeah, a bunny yeah. and a kitty. Yeah. I want to hear. I want to. I want to sing this song. I think we should all sing along. With you this guys, song. are you guys ready? Yeah. Bunny and kitty being best friends together forever. The fun never ends. Solving mysteries one hug at a time. Bunny and kitty two of a kind. You guys, that was fudging beautiful. But yeah, we nailed it. We immediately. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> we nailed so it. Beautiful. It was, it like came from our souls. Immediately, we nailed Wait, it. Who doesn't want to see a bunny and a kitty just putting aside their differences to solve mysteries? I I would like to see that every day. The world would be a better place. I mean, the only people we have solving crimes right now are Montgomery and Clive, and they're terrible. I have been trying to, to get my dog and my guinea pig, or our, like my dog and her guinea pig, to be best friends, and it's not working. But we have so much hope because of Kimmy Schmidt. But yeah. they do. But Montgomery and Clive do solve mysteries one hug at a time. Nobody's hugging Montgomery. One water. They smell like urine. <laughs> <laughs> they 
each other. Why it's not like They're that. together forever, being best friends. If only because no one else will have them. <laughs> only because, yeah, no one That's else. That's what I'm saying. Once I'm <laughs> well, whatever. There are, there are, they, we don't need them. I, I feel like they would get really drunk and hug and then say no homo immediately. Hey. <laughs> 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 I want to name some other things that I really loved about this season. Number one, the signage. There is such good, like, another oh. thing Tina Fey does is just pay attention to Oh, all detail the, work. <laughs> the detail work, the set design, all of it is amazing. Uh, some of the signage that, there's literally a beautiful, perfect sign in every episode, but a few that come to mind is one, in dog beers, I've only had one. <laughs> and then there's another one where they were, uh, where Jacqueline is, is, I think, picking up Buckley, and it says, hang in there with a little kitty, and then it's subtitled, give up your dreams. <laughs> Can I quickly talk about the in dog beers? I've only had one, I think, comes from the episode where she meets that really hot guy. Yeah. Yes. Can we just talk about how he was a ranger, as in... Stranger Danger Ranger. Yeah. Immediate, <laughs> immediately what I thought. I was like, he's a Stranger he's Danger, a stranger ranger. danger Ranger. That's what I thought. And the last one is the Human Centipede 5, the, the need, need for, for Peed. So good. So good. Genius. Thank you. I'm just Thank like, you. I'm doing amens over here. It's just yeah, it's amazing. So many other things. Uh, the fact that Lillian hit her lamb, Kimmy Schmidt's landlord, her old flame and long lost love is Robert <laughs> Bobby Robert Durst. Bobby Durst. Bobby Durst. And they sing the Caribbean song together. <laughs> <laughs> Manhattan Moon something. Moonlight or Moon View. Oh. Yeah. And my ultimate love of this entire season is the Titus and Mikey relationship. Yeah. Oh, and as a subset of that relationship, when they have, I, I can't stop talking about this, when they go to Mikey's house to have dinner, and the puppet that Yes! I, I, <laughs> the Italian puppet is just, amazing! What is that? Yeah, is, it, is it alive? We don't know. <laughs> I thought I was going to choke to die. She lives at the cemetery. That's what she said. She lives at the cemetery. cemetery. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have to say, I think Netflix is really making a move to emphasize beautiful um, gay men relationships because we watched Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yes! <laughs> big Holiday? Big Vacation? What was it? Big Holiday. Pee Wee's Big Holiday where Pee Wee Herman and Joe Maganello have a beautiful relationship. That is essentially... That's on my list. And yeah, then it was like... Beautiful gay relationships. And then Titus and Mikey, it was like, oh my God, Netflix, you're really... You're really digging us in there. To like, <laughs> like, like right now, Titus and Mikey and Pee Wee Herman and Joe Magnello are like my Harry and Sally. You know? <laughs> so genuinely, like all joking aside, Titus and Mikey were super sweet. Oh, there was nothing wrong with their relationship. It was, to me, it was perfect. It was so perfect. If like, I could have that kind of relationship. I know. <laughs> I watched that go down and I was like, that's what the Well, <laughs> so, so anyway, we've essentially made... Two references to previous episodes. Their relationship was like Joe Maganella and Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. And, and, when they first were deciding to get together, because Mikey goes to ConCom and is a, and a construction <laughs> I love that! ConCom and is a construction worker, he goes, he, he equated their love to Property Brothers. And then uh, Titus equated to Lion King, which I loved about the Property Brothers. He goes, yeah, you may have some, some, 
some wiring work in there, and oh, yeah. some copper piping that needs to be redone. But, you know, I'm, am I up for that kind of work? I'm not sure. And I... I love them. So I also think because, you know, we're in the HGTV industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Schmidt. <laughs> Drag. <laughs> also, I just love that, like, Mikey's first gay experience was... Uh, Pumbaa and Timon on the Lion King. <laughs> oh, because of course that was a sexually awakening like, awake for many gay men. They weren't sure. like the other meerkats and the other warthogs, but they found each other. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I also just love that Mikey was in the first season twice. Yeah. Alright, you guys. Thank you guys for having me. This was so much fun. It is. It's yeah. our pleasure. We um, love that. Come and Tell us what you think of our podcast. Write us, you mother uh, fudgers. Yeah, we only have two ratings, which doesn't seem we like a lot. We have three now. Oh, we have three now? You guys better rate them or I'm going to come make waffles out of you. Yeah. What? Yeah. And subscribe what? on iTunes because that's the thing you should do. And tell your friends about this because we're the best around. Not so long, you guys. You're the best. Yeah, I'd be totally fine with that. Love you forever. Bye. Bye. Bye.